Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 98. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. This is a very special mission. During the liberation of Tarsonis, Lily and Imogen battle their way through bureaucracy, propaganda, and friendly fire in order to free Durian from his forced re-enlistment in the Dominion military. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Okay, I think we left off. You had agreed to take this job helping out Kate Lockwell with a pan-human effort to retake Tarsonis. Uh, it's not so much about helping her out as it is about, you know, helping out people who matter, like Durian. That too, you... And myself. You did everything you could to try to get Durian to get the special position. You not know if that panned out yet. Is there anything your characters like to do on Core Hall? while you're technically on that planet. Yes. This doesn't need to be a big scene or anything like that. It's just a matter of I want to acquire some parts for the SCV suit that I'm working to fix up. Ah, what would you like to get? Just generic parts that you need to fix it? Yeah, yeah. You you would just said it was like $200 worth of parts, so she's just going shopping for some of those. Sounds good. I am not going to spend all of our money, but I'll spend some of it. We have medical supplies, right? I have four high-quality, recyclable Mojin painkillers. <laughs> That's right. Sounds good. Not tested on animals. Cruelty-free. So hopefully we won't go through all of those. On our special mission of just protecting a reporter? Yep. What could go wrong? With the marine unit? Yeah, I mean, what, what could go right? <laughs> you, you could hit it off a Turian... Protecting the reporter is not my job. My job is to explore some ruins and sound emojin. Oh, right. Explore some ruins, then probably we're going to need them. I don't know why you said the ruin's perfectly safe. <laughs> as long as there's no climbing. Okay, so you're just give me a purple and a red negotiation just to, to find the things. Just to derail the plot? Just a little bit. I mean, if you roll a despair, well, we'll see what happens. But No, I'll roll four successes. You are able to find all the pieces you need here. I mean, you're on Core Hall. Uh, we don't have so much money left, but uh, but good news. In another X weeks of me tinkering away, you'll have an SCV suit, which Excellent. is kind of like a second escape pod, right? It is technically vacuum sealed. So could she ride Old Red in it? No. Too bulky for that. You could fix Old Red in it. That's not what you're looking for. But she could hold on to the handlebars of Old Red in it. No, not really. Its arms don't move? The arms move, but it's pretty bulky. Does it have a jetpack or propulsion or something? It has like some motor assist stuff, just so you can move with it, but it's not its not like you can jump up into the air or anything. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. Have, it's still cool. Does it have magnetized boots? Does it have magnetized boots? <laughs> it's for just floating in space. If the answer is no... <laughs> I'm going to say it will by the time I'm done with it. Yeah, I think the answer is no. 
Because <laughs> if it's something that's designed to be like usable in a vacuum, you should be able to walk across the outside of your ship with it. And most things in usable vacuums are like usable for like space platforms, like orbital platforms. So there is technically still gravity. Oh, I don't know how gravity works in this game. Uh, convenience. It works because it's convenient for it to work? Yes. Well, you can fall in an axe. I know that much about gravity. Yep. <laughs> that is a dangerous, dangerous way to explore gravity, but you can do it. Okay, so that's all you need to do on Core Hall? Yeah. Uh, no extra knives you need, Lily? I don't think we have the cash for it, so I'm and sure. We, we, I think we, we have beer. We, yeah, we stocked up on beer and vegetables. Okay, then. Actually, is there any way for me to get, like, a video or something of, like, somebody using it or a book? On what? Terran weapon stuff. Like, if I ever see Axion again, halberds or just, like, even, like, how do Terrans use weapons? Because he seemed curious about it. Interesting. You get a present for Axion. He's like, I can't read this Terran crap. <laughs> okay, okay. I like that. I mean, I don't know if it was like if I could get a video that just shows that was more of what I was thinking, but I don't know like what the conveyance would be like. Right. Yeah. Like a video series of like history of warfare or whatever. You I don't get know. him Band of Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know how like the, the data transfer stuff works for that. You get him the Ken Burns 10 part miniseries. Or just even like the learning channel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for stuff with halberds, but I would probably do anything that's like melee videos you would probably enjoy. Okay, so you want a special on like ancient warfare kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what I want. It, but I don't know, would that be like a book or a video or... Well, we'll, we'll see what you end up with. Oh. <laughs> it's right. a cartoon. Yeah, in the Dominion, I would say finding things about weapons of warfare is, you know, relatively easy, actually. So I think it's one purple, but you're looking for something a little esoteric. So uh, it's going to be a black die as well. And this is Knowledge Terran. One advantage and one failure. You're not able to find a video and you're not able to find anything specific to like melee weapons or something like that. But you do find a uh, like a generic book of like history of warfare uh, kind of thing. Sure. Uh, it's not Sun Tzu's Art of War, but it's like, you know, Dominion military history. Right. Uh, so it's got some information about some of that stuff. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, but you'll have to personally hand it to him. You have an actual book. Okay, yeah, no, I was assuming that whatever I got, I would have to, like, just give it to him the next time I saw him. But maybe so, you'll but... learn something from the book yourself. And then <laughs> next time... I might he... be in there. <laughs> <laughs> next time he axes you to fight him. <laughs> just throw the book at him. <laughs> History of Dominion Warfare. Does that cost me any credits? Uh, not, okay. No, those are actually given away for free uh, as part of Dominion war support efforts for the liberation of Tarsonis. The glorious military history of the Dominion. Is it soldiers who are handing them out? Soldiers who are on a PR tour? Uh, you know what? Yes, it is. You see several soldiers in their extremely shiny uh, battle armor, like the visors raised, they're waving. Are you doing your part? They're handing out these. They're giving a lot to like kids and families and other people. They see you, Lily, or like you see them handing out this book. I'm like, perfect. Hey, would you like to enlist? No, sir. What you got? The Dominion Military History. The greatest book that was ever written. Thank you, sir. Please, no, sir, me. I, I'm just a corporal. I was trying to think if there was some sort of a military thing, greeting or whatever. The hoo or whatever the... Yes. Uh, or don't be dumb. Yeah, you, you can definitely say, like, don't be dumb. That's... Yeah. Uh, he kind of looks at you, he's like, yes, that's right. 
<laughs> Safety is in our top five priorities. <laughs> Lily's not going to say anything else. He's getting kind of nervous. He's like, this is going on too long. He, <laughs> he finds like someone else with their them and their dog. They're like, you, did you know that dogs can also serve in the Dominion military? Think of signing up today. Look at their battle suits. Uh, but yes, you've uh, gotten to enjoy some more Dominion propaganda. Now I'm curious what like the page on War Dogs looks like. I'm curious, how did his suit look compared to the field suits? Did it look like it was just a brand new suit, or did it look like it was specially like Ooh. for this purpose and not like an actual field suit or like ceremonial battle armor? Or I don't know. That's a good question. Give me a two purple perception check. Maybe that's why he looked uncomfortable because I was eyeballing his suit so long. Two successes, a triumph, and a threat. Okay. So he is in a fully functioning suit. Okay. You can tell this is actually some kind of crazy upgraded version. Huh. Like, it's got extra armor. He's carrying a bigger gun. It's just a little bit bigger in general. You have previously only seen this kind of gear for, like, the Royal Guard or some highly uh, advanced uh, mercenary company. Uh, like, you've seen a couple guys in War Pigs have this kind of armor. Right. Like, because they, they've earned it, like, they need it. So this is this guy's in some really serious gear, and it looks like it. Okay. But it's different from what Durian was wearing at the bar and stuff like that, right? Durian had his standard armor. It was made to look nice a little bit, but that was definitely the standard issue. This guy's got a nicer set. Okay. Not sure exactly what you want to do with this triumph. Oh. But this guy is, like, sweating. He looks exhausted and tired. Because his suit is tiring, or he's just tired from... Probably he's just tired from interacting with people all day long. So if, if they're, like, on a PR stint, is there any way that she could extract information that would help us later in our submitting the forms, or, like, what kind of flavor text to put in our forgery, or... Yeah, that would make sense. Like, could she, like... Well, I don't know if Lily would chat somebody up about things like that. She always chats people up about, like, their weapons and their equipment. Yeah. So you probably, you ask him, like, you notice he's got this really amazing armor and gun uh, and everything. Yeah. So how did you get the sweet gear? He's like, oh, this, this baby, this sweet lightning here. Uh, I was like, no, this is, this is part of the special mission. Uh, and, like, you can hear the capital S in his voice. Okay. So then I can follow up on that and say, oh, special mission. How'd you manage that? Uh, well, I'm exactly six foot two, and I have incredibly, uh, like, he opens his visor up a little more, incredibly red hair. I don't ask questions. That's what they said they needed. I exactly fit this. Did you have to fill out paperwork? A little bit. They, they had someone who take care of that. I didn't, I had to sign a bunch of places. But hey, I'm doing my part. And in, uh, two weeks, I'll be doing my part on a beach on Terrador 4. It's going to be great. You know what? You've earned it, soldier. <laughs> That's what they say. Lily would much rather be fighting Zerg than having to hand out books. <laughs> yeah, the comptroller is taking care of everything. The military comptroller. Military comptroller. Yeah, I can't really think of much more to, but I'm happy to like chat him up about his, like the specs, how it's different from the standard. Oh, yeah, he tells you all about the specs. He's like, yeah, like you have like, you know, a, 50% improved survivability. This thing fires uh, rounds, you know, 20% faster or whatever. You can't actually move any faster because you're carrying that much more stuff. Is it heavier? It is heavier, but it's got a bigger reactor on it. 
Uh, they tend to only give them to, you know, elite soldiers. Uh, I was given the chance to try out for the Royal Guard, but decided that I don't think that's what I want to do. So, you know, I'll take this assignment. This this would be a, a good gig. Well, it's nice to meet you, Corporal. Thank you much. Stay safe, citizen. Thank you. And then I will leave. Uh, better let Durian know he's got some competition. <laughs> I met this red-headed guy. Yeah. Don't know what to do with this military comptroller information, though. I'll go tell Imogen. Uh, you two are preparing to leave, and Imogen, Lily, approaches you with this. So I was, I was just talking to the soldier out. He was definitely on a special mission. He mentioned something about meeting some exact physical specs and that it was arranged through a military comptroller. Wait, do I have any idea of what military comptroller might have done? Uh, make a three purple knowledge Terran check. But take a blue die because you served in the military multiple times. Man, I wish it was biology because at least the player knows anything about that. <laughs> a success and an advantage. Uh, you know this is a particular type of officer whose specialty is like paperwork. Right. They tend to be kind of generalists. They get assigned to a division and they'll help out with all the paperwork. So they're like the ultimate bureaucrat. Okay, so then that might be somebody we could schmooze or... Yes, like if you can find a comptroller who is willing to help you, either like above board or not. Is that somebody we would look for on the platform we're going to? Like, I don't have a sense of how large an assault platform is, like how much of an army is present at it. Or is that somebody that we should try to track down on Core an assault platform is big. So think like aircraft carrier, but they're sort of building it in, in place. So that's like their sort of mobile dockyard where they're going to be launching all their ships from and everything like that. So big, huge, small city. So there would likely be a comptroller there? Uh, you have an advantage? Yeah, you think there would probably be one. Because any place with that many military personnel, you're going to have bureaucrats who are working behind the scenes, pushing papers. I thought that the actual mission is in like a week that the reporter person was like leaving in the next day but like how much pad time do we have can we get to the platform and have time to do stuff there you'll have a little bit of time it's like if you left today you'll probably have like a day of lead time at the platform before kate wants to go down okay then i think that we should so that we have time to see if we can locate this comptroller person and either convince them that our mission qualifies or find out from them how we have to squish and stretch our mission to make it qualify. Right. Yeah, so then that's what Lily says, is that we need to talk to a comptroller to get this nailed in. She tells Imogen because she knows she's the talk person. The talk person. <laughs> if you can feed me the right military terms, I'll be happy to talk to anyone on Durian's behalf. Cool. For you. <laughs> Somehow I'm getting all the credit for all your hard work. <laughs> you know, you're just uh, organizing things behind. In this case, like, Lily, you're the bureaucrat and, you know, Imogen's the labor. Well, you don't forge paperwork without having a little bit of bureaucrat. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know the right way to do it, to do it the wrong way. Yeah. All right. So Core Hall, like, now it's the center of Dominion space, but it was, uh, for a time, uh, on the fringes of Confederate space. You come out of hyperspace, whatever near Tarsonis. How long is that flight? Is that flight long enough to do anything? Uh, it is several days. I'm curious about the book Lily bought. Okay. You have time to read the whole book, probably. Oh, well, I didn't buy it. They were given away for free. Is there anything about Tarsonis in this book? Is there anything about Tarsonis? Yes, there's definitely things about Tarsonis. 
because my impression is like something bad happened here and it involved military history, but I'm from Emoja. Yeah, uh, like you flipped to like the beginning. Uh, there's like chapter one, the corruption of the Confederacy or like whatever. Chapter two, the birth of the Dominion. Uh, yes, and it talks about the the overthrow of Tarsonis uh, and the, the birth and liberation of the sector from brutal Confederate rule. Uh, so yes, it talks about how the... At the time, the Sons of Korhal Liberation Group, I'm trying to trade this, like, what they did was attack Tarsonis from the orbital defense platform. But they're trying to coach all their terms in, like, we nobly rooted out the foul Confederate infestation with a direct assault uh, led by the brave General Duke and other uh, loyal supporters. Oh, this might explain why the Queen of Blades wanted him dead. Uh, that's a little part of it. I would like a... Hmm... I'm trying to think, like, piercing, how do you see through the propaganda for, like, what really happened? What's a good skill? I feel like vigilance? It, I was going to say something that was cunning-based. I was thinking streetwise. Yeah. So I think this is a red and two purples. The Dominion is really good at propaganda. And you are Eumogens. You will take a black just because you are unfamiliar with so much of this. I do not have an act for streetwise. There's just, like, Confederate name, Confederate name, Confederate name. Who are these people? Who cares? Failure and advantage. Okay. You're not sure what really happened. What they're claiming they happened is they started to liberate the planet. The Confederates, in a desperate attempt, called in their most horrible weapon, the Zerg, to uh, counter-invade. The Dominion managed to fend them off and hold off the Protoss at the same time and defeat the Confederates all at once because the Dominion is so good. And, uh, that's how the Dominion saved the day. Tragically, many lives were and the Confederacy were lost. But the Dominion evacuated what people they could. And they remember the sacrifice of the, the people of Tarsonis, but not the foul Confederate government. And they decided it was best to leave those things in the past. Uh, the Zerg overran Tarsonis, finally changing the planet's ecosystem to as dark as the Confederates' corruption or something. And yet now... That's the bit about uh, Tarsonis that's in there. Okay. Don't look at me. I'm probably not going to read it. <laughs> You've at least been on Tarsonis. Probably more than once. <laughs> yeah, you do know it was a temperate world, not too different from Antigua. Uh, and at one time, Marsara, before the Zerg invaded. You don't know what it's like now. Kind of ecological impact the Zerg have had. But it was heavily developed and heavily populated before the invasion. Give me a perception check with your ship scanners. Did you want to do the scans while I'm doing piloting stuff? Yeah, are we able to work together on that, or does she have to concentrate on flying? You're, like, in deep space uh, right now, so the piloting is not a big deal. What I want is a computer's check to help you, like, tune the sensors, and a perception check to see how well you use them. With the perception, I have the heightened awareness. Oh, I remember. That will assist Imogen, yep. Yeah. What kind of computers? Two purple? Yeah, I think two purple. To tune it? Yeah, to tune it to make sure you can get the right things that you want. Two successes and a triumph. Okay, so that will make Imogen's difficulty just two purples, and you get a free upgrade. As Lily, you have slapped together, like, a nice interface for Imogen to run. Like, you you put, you put patched together a quick, like, voice-activated interface for her. I've finally gotten it to the point where we don't just buzz out the sensors trying to do stuff. Yeah. Enhance! Enhance! I have one threat, but I have a successful triumph. Okay. You can definitely take some strain. You succeed. You found the defense platform. No problem at all. 
Uh, it's huge. It's uh, in orbit of the planet Tarsonis. Not surprisingly, this is a Zerg-occupied planet. You also spot some Zerg, like, flyers that are in, like, almost no atmosphere at all. You don't know how these creatures can fly in this kind of situation. Uh, and they are patrolling? You're, you're not sure if they're, like, angling to attack the assault platform or they're just scouting, but you definitely have recognized them. They're at, like, extreme range or long range. Have we determined what type of Zerg they are? Is it one we haven't seen before? You will need a knowledge Zerg check to make that determination. Is that what this triumph is for? Sure. Do you want to try to work together on it, or... Oh, to, like, call you over and have you look at it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a dark thing. This is Lily's wheelhouse, not mine. I'm all at the Protoss. <laughs> uh, what kind of Zerg is this? I would say it's actually a three purple check, but you get an upgrade from Imogen's Triumph. Okay. And Imogen is helping you? Um, one success. Okay. Yes, you are able to classify that kind of Zerg creature. It's a, a heavy flyer, so to speak. So it is a Zerg that flies, and it's one of the few big ones. Zerg don't have very many heavy flyers. It is what's called a devourer. Okay. You remember Blight had some of these. When they, they spit, like, acid, that does damage, but also, like, weakens metal that it hits. Okay, so these were the guys that did the initial... Yes. ...to bring down the pirate ship. Okay. Yes. So they're, like, heavy aerial assault. And they can go into near vacuum. You wouldn't be surprised if they could go into vacuum proper. But definitely orbital platform is within reach for them, if they wanted to do so. Are they headed towards that? You're not sure. Okay. Guess we'll find out. Uh, but you know what kind of Zerg it is. I mean, the platform is heavily defended. You see a ton of Dominion ships uh, as well. Can we hail the platform? As a matter of fact, as you start to approach, you get hailed. Why do people always manage to out-hail us? Because uh, they're on a giant platform with a huge broadcasting array. Because Dominion is all about propaganda, so they're broadcasting all the time. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't they hail us first? Well, I just meant like, oh, we just saw these Zerg from pretty far out. Uh -huh. I wanted to know, can we call them and tell them, yo, there's devourers on the way towards you in case you haven't seen them. Ah. Uh -huh. uh, yep, you get a voice on the line. Unidentified vessel, please identify yourself. So science vessel Saffron. Um, what was do I have thing? like a work order number? You do. You have uh, like credentials you've been given to properly access. They're like, we don't care about your zero emissions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong form. Yeah, you transmit your your credentials. Now, one moment. And then I'll actually say we see some devourers in your area. Are you aware? They come back to like, your uh, stuff all checks out now. What, what are you saying about now, devourers? Whatever Lily would know about the location of them. Coordinates or something. Yeah, coordinates. Can I just send them the scans? Yes, actually, you can. Because you've, you've got the right credentials. So you're like connected to their... You can send your sensor input to them directly. The proper protocol is prepare to receive some scans. Or I could just say, I'll send you some scans. That's probably what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Send a scan. Now, one moment. Let me patch you through to uh, to our uh, tactical office. You know, this is tactical command. I understand you're receiving some scans. Potential Zerg life signs. Yep. Do you have any more details about these Zerg? They're looking pretty large to me. You think they're going to be a threat to our battle station here? Do you know what they are? Do I know what they are? I've fought in over... Fifteen Dominion invasions against Zerg and other foul nemeses. Soldier, who are you to ask be asking me this question? Well, well did, didn't he just say that he wanted to know if we knew anything else? And then you asked him a question. 
so that we'd yeah. know what he knew. Okay. Then, so then Lily just, Lily just says, okay, they're devourers. Oh, wait, you know what they are. My apologies. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> she doesn't say my apologies. Oh, oh, wait, you know what they are. That's right, devourers. And I, I say there's the number that I see. Now, soldier, since you're so smart, you got a science vessel. What would you do if you were, uh, if these devourers were approaching, oh, say, your uh, orbital platform? Uh, he actually roll me a vigilance check of a red and two purples. I suppose an orbital platform is too big for evasive maneuvers. <laughs> oh, I failed. Okay, yeah, he he just asked you that question, like, well, in this slightly uh, demeaning tone. Can I use Streetwise to determine whether or not he's just trying to hide the fact that he doesn't know? Well, you can still think that. <laughs> or, was that or was that the vigilance? That was kind of the vigilance check. I kind of just assumed that he doesn't know. But you can think, like, he's a stupid officer. But, I mean, do you want me to pretend like I didn't figure that out because I failed? It's up to you how you play it. Okay. Like, as far as, like, you hear him, like, he sounds just like an earnest jerk. Yeah. But Lily doesn't really care about that. Yeah. Because my thought was probably he doesn't know what they are. If he's asking me that question, but I guess I don't know what happens with the failure. Uh, you're just, yeah, you're not sure what his motivations are when he's asking this question. Like, is he earnestly soliciting your advice? Is he setting you up to put you down further? Is he, like, hiding that he doesn't know anything about this? Yeah, okay. I think Lily's just going to assume he's hiding because it's military. Yeah. Then Lily's going to be more informative than she normally would be. She's trying to give a little extra information because she doesn't think he really knows what they do. Well, since they spit acid, I guess I would shoot them? Let me think about what would I do. I, like, probably, like, organize your uh, defensive guns. Do they have, like, shielding that they can shift about? You know, like, reinforce the shielding on the side that they're coming in, or...? Not generally. These are just, like, science fiction things that I don't know. Right. The only kind of shielding like that that... Terrans have access to is the science vessel, like the defensive matrix. Right. Which is not going to work on the entire defense platform, but could work on isolated guns or even a battle cruiser. They could try like herding them towards wherever their most effective weaponry is. If we can get there soon, we could lend support with our targeted shielding thing. But uh, tactics is not Imogen's strong suit. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's Lily's either. So I will say, I don't know how far into space they can go, presumably to the platform. Let's presume you are correct, soldier. <laughs> Since they spit acid that can eat through a ship's hull, I would... Oh, do they now? You hear, like, someone, like, scribbling something down? Did they, is, <laughs> and that's what they did before, right? I'm trying to remember. Yes, that is exactly what they did before. Okay. Yeah, they, like, melted the engines of Jackson's Revenge. My memory's worse than Lily's. But what would I do? What, did we ever try to take any of them down? I don't think you ever fought against any of these creatures. Did we radiate them, or is that the mutilist? That was the Scourge, and maybe a mutilist. And yeah, how big are and... these compared to that? Bigger. Significantly bigger. They're not the size of like a battle cruiser, but they're bigger than a raid. They're, they're probably the size of your science vessel, actually. Okay, so we might be able to radiate one. You could, yeah. You could certainly radiate one. It's not going to be enough to... You don't think it'd be enough to kill one, but it would weaken it. Okay. It would force it to separate from its neighbors. How many did we see? There were several. A squadron of them, you might say. Or a... I'm trying to remember what's worked against... I guess Often, I don't know what their assault capabilities Yeah, a lot of times we're are. just outrunning things, but that's not an option for the platform. No. Um, 
something like straightforward to be like to concentrate fire uh, in the direction that they're most likely to come from. Deploy some backup mobile forces that they're likely to have. Yeah. You know what? Lily might say, look, I mostly do evasive stuff. I don't know about a platform. I guess if you have some backup support that might help, we'll be in the area in whatever our time is. We can assist. Yeah. Imogen interjects they should have their maintenance crews ready and prepped on whatever side the attack is coming in from because that stuff can eat through like a ship's hull. Okay. I would like a leadership check from you, Lily. Oh, okay. You are effectively issuing orders to this guy. Okay. (laughs) It sounds like Imogen is helping. Do you have any leadership, Lily? No, I just have the green dye that you're born with. But I thought you were a colonel. You know, I have had some of that stuff wiped away. She was more like a Kentucky Fried Colonel. Yeah, it did seem like it was a sudden field promotion. I was somehow a, like, science colonel. <laughs> All right, a blue die? Yes, you get a blue die, and Imogen is helping you, so you get another blue die. And All what's right. the difficulty? Uh, it's going to be two purples. This guy is receptive to ideas right now. Probably because I gave him more information. A little bit. I guess I want to communicate, too, that I don't know if they're patrolling or whatever. Right. One success. Somehow I did it. Okay. You say all this on the other side, like, seems like an earnest assessment soldier. We'll put your ideas to the test. See how much you really know about devourers. Devourers. Is it sort of a secret about our capabilities on our ship, or is it something that people can scan and find out? Advanced scanning would reveal your capabilities. Uh, The capabilities your ship has, they're known to be, like, science vessel capabilities. Right. So they're not special to your ship. Anyone who's familiar with science vessels would know. Oh, a science vessel can do X, Y, Z. I'm just trying to get a sense of if it's like something that we need to be secret about, but I don't think it is. I don't think so. I say we do have some some things we can do to help. A little bit. Yeah, we can we can provide support. This is war after all. Uh, I order you to deploy to, and he gives you like the coordinates. Stand by. I like the being ordered to do the thing you're going to do anyway. <laughs> You know, it's part of managing your officers. I just say yes, sir. Yep. It's just like Jefferson Duke all over again. You don't listen to anything. You just say yes, sir, whenever there's a pause. Yeah. (laughs) This is how Lily got to Colonel. (laughs) Coordinates, I can do. The rest of it's just too much work. Uh, Yep. Coordinates come in. Uh, They look vaguely reasonable. They're at sort of like the north, the southeast corner of the defense platform. Or excuse me, the assault platform. Never mind that north, south, east, west has no bearing. Is it starboard? Yeah, aft and starboard. I just kind of picture the whole thing's just round, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> uh, it actually looks, it's not round at all. It's very flat uh, and covered in various different kinds of uh, like anti-aircraft turrets, stuff like that. Uh, except cool sci-fi ones, and they're mainly pointed down at the planet. Uh, actually, as you approach and get closer, give me... Two purples and a black knowledge Terran checks. Each of you can do this. Or you can work together. What do you think, what's, Jen? What's your knowledge Terran? Somehow I have two green dice on it. All right. But no I'll take a blue from you and we'll do it as a combo. Two advantages, but no success. Uh, you don't think they built this platform here? Uh, you're not sure if they moved it in place or they salvaged something existing? You're not sure what? Uh, you're not sure what the origins of this assault platform are. Could be left over from the Confederates. That is a possibility. What about the Devourers? As we get closer, are the Devourers heading towards the platform? Are they doing like a patrol? Give me another perception check to scan the Devourers. 
So do you want to do that one, Imogen, kind of being the scanner at the scanners? I kind of feel like you should do that because I wanted to do a mechanics thing. We're flying in and you're concerned about like where the devourers are and things like that. And Imogen is more concerned about do we have enough power to like operate both the, like the defensive matrix and the irradiator. <laughs> a good call. So Imogen is pulling up the floor panel to like drop down and see like if she can overclock the generator. Okay. Okay. Two successes. Lily, you succeed your perception check. You bring up the ship's computers. Yes, it does look like a, a squad of like five uh, devourers, which is actually a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a, a lot of Zerg to be in one place uh, are headed towards your assault platform. And, you know, probably they're not a major threat, but you don't, there could be more behind this. This could be a feint. There could be all kinds of other things, but they're definitely headed towards your sector of the assault platform. Okay, is this information, I mean, I could send the scans back unless it seems like something they would have the information of? Uh, it's probably good to just send the scan back. Then I'll radio back with the more scans. Yeah, because, like, this is the function of the science vessel in war. Like, we take our better sensor readings and relay them back. That is correct. You just get a some other officer or, like, comm operator. Roger that. Rod, got those coordinates, got my vector. Arraying defense platform now. Stand by. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, can I make a mechanics check or something? Yes, this will be a hard mechanics check. You want to juice? Yeah. Imogen shouts up to Lily from below deck that her opinion is that if there's five of them, then the irradiators more important. But I think we need to be prepared to also use the defensive matrix if they get close. So I'm going to see what I can do down here. Good call. What do we have on this thing? We just had the radiation and the EMP and the defensive matrix. Yep. And uh, a vulture bike. I'm going to use a story point. Okay. I'm going to turn on the music. <laughs> Every time you turn on the music, you're like, thanks, Leaf. Good job. <laughs> it drains the battery. <laughs> She's like, no, we can't. We can't power all three. <laughs> or maybe we can. What do you got? Success, two advantages, and a triumph. Okay. You succeed, uh, so you are able to power two things. Without damaging the ship? You have two advantages, so it does not damage the ship. Uh, you have a triumph. I am open to interesting ideas on this. It do include, you can also play music. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know like how tactical you're wanting things to be here. Uh, not particularly. This is all being made up on the fly. Literally, as the, the virus are falling in. Because like, with the triumph... I think it would be nice if we could, like, send out, like, a more powerful shot of the irradiator. So, like, two of them get irradiated or something like that. Yeah, I think that that can be done. A two for one on the irradiate. And again, irradiate is not enough to kill a devourer, but it does single it out. Right, right. But if two of them are glowing, then it will spread to more of their companions. Yeah. So that will definitely help out quite a bit. Imogen's down there blowing on the wires. Personally, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, you have got the engine juiced, ready to go with a double hit of uh, extra powerful irradiation. You are in position, and like Lily, you're on the computers. You've got visual on this uh, squad of devourers now. Okay. You look down at the forces in front of you, and people are still like getting to the like uh, anti-aircraft guns. They don't have a ton set up, it seems. There's a planet side and space side of this platform for like what's closer to the planet versus what's 
closer to deep space. This is actually occurring on the space side. So, like, the Devourers went out of their way to sort of attack at an unusual angle instead of directly up. So, okay. we could radiate them, and then we could lead them for a chase. That's what I was thinking. But if you think it's a good idea, I might up the risk factor just because I'm reckless. So, if there's <laughs> something more dangerous we could do, or worse idea... I mean, you could draw fire, too. We can't use the defensive matrix to protect ourselves. There is that drawback. But, but we, can... we could part of the ship or whatever that they're headed towards. Right, but it's just, if we are going towards the devourers to, like, try to lure them away from the platform, that's putting us in real jeopardy because we have no defense. Essentially, we have to oh, yeah. rely upon the evasive flying to go on long enough that the devourers sicken from the radiation. Perfect. So then what do you want to do with the Matrix? What, but and then but there's, leave? No, there's no terrain here. Usually we're doing this through like canyons and stuff and clouds and things. Yeah, there's definitely no canyons here. There's a couple like towers and stuff on the platform. I'm happy for like wild goose chase. Maybe I'll do it a little bit more dangerous than I really need to for the recklessness. That is fine. There are a few Dominion forces like ground forces that are like on top of the platform that are getting ready. Uh, you see a couple what are Goliaths, like the big walker robots. Mm -hmm. Those, you know, have excellent missiles to fire at, at uh, Devourers. You also see like a handful of Marines who are out there, who are like, from this scale of you, incredibly tiny. All right, fire attack then. <clears throat> what skill is it to launch Irradiate? I feel like uh, everything's gunnery. Well, the EMP is gunnery because that's an actual missile. Irradiate's gunnery too. Irradiate is also gunnery? Okay. Yeah. And how difficult did you say it was? How close are you getting? You're, and you're not sure what the range of a devourer is. You're reckless, but... Um, I get within medium range, I guess. Okay. I mean, that's pretty pretty reasonable. Unless it seems like, based on what I've seen before, that that seems safe, then I'll be reckless and get closer. <laughs> uh, no, you don't think it's safe. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, like, Scourge, you know, have to run right into you. Right. These are not Scourge. These are heavy, heavy flyers. They're going to have some range. You're probably going to be in range at medium. Okay, then yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so that will be a red and a purple, because Devourers are nasty creatures, and a black, because they have some level of defensive armor. Okay, then maybe this is a good time for a flashback. You want a flashback to some gunnery incident? Let's see. I mean, we've done a gunnery incident before if we were trying to change things up, but I don't mind doing it that again. That was gunnery with Could be pirates. A... Right. We had one flashback where you were on a science vessel, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was scanning, though. But you know what? We've established that you clearly were working on a science vessel at one point. You're a low, lowly enlisty in the military, but you got uh, put into the science vessel with this weird uh, science geek guy who's got some cybernetics. He's got a weird cybernetic eye. Right. He's like, all right, Corporal, let's see what you can do. We've got this irradiate ready to go. I just need you to irradiate that Marine. Don't worry, he's a horrible criminal. Like all of you. <laughs> like all of us. That's why we're resocialized. You see, like, the guy walking around. <laughs> we need to test this to make sure. All right. He's a, he's a little bit jumpy. Like, he's in some kind of, like, open field. There's like a dog runs by, he guns down the dog, he sees your ship, he starts shooting at your ship, but you're way too far away. Right. And I shoot him? You, you irradiate him. Uh, and that's when you notice, at the same time, some medics come in from behind the scene, 
and they like, they hold it up like, that's right, we need to do a very important experiment today. How long can we hold off the irradiation? Boy, I don't want to be him. It's going to be hot in there. <laughs> Man, it's okay, so all I need now is some sort of a flashback to when I was involved in experimenting on Protoss, and I've hit everybody. Oh, perfect. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've experimented on Zerg, on Terrans. Right. Yeah, there's there's definitely some like hesitation, but you, he seems like a bad guy. He's a criminal. I'm a soldier. It's what you do. There's worse ways to go. All right, I'll roll my dice. <laughs> oh, and after all that, it's a wash. It's all a wash. Yeah, that's all right. Well, the wild goose chase will happen. Okay, so you're trying to line it up, but these uh, these devourers aren't super fast, but they are pretty evasive. Right. Uh, they can turn quickly. And it is hard to track them. You think you lined up, lock, irradiate, and you manage to light up, irradiate a rock behind, like a, a small orbiting piece of space junk, an old satellite uh, behind one of them. Okay. You were just slightly off in your calculation. Maybe irradiate doesn't move as fast as I was thinking it did. I got too close. Uh, too close. It is true, because now you are under attack. Uh-huh. So all that work and you irradiated... A satellite. I think I was a little distracted by melting a marine in my flashback. Yeah, you know, maybe not the most helpful flashback, actually. It kind of made me uncomfortable, I think. Got a little distracted. Missed Hesitated to push the button. Yeah. I would like a pilot check from you, Lily, rather than having them make like a combat check against you, because I don't want to get into formal combat. Okay. A red and two purples to evade all of their acid spores. Now let's see if I can get us out of this mess, or if it's going to be Imogen having to mechanic us out of it. One advantage? <laughs> One advantage. You are getting hit. Uh, does your science vessel have any armor? I have question mark for wounds. I have oh. armor one, one armor. Okay. And I don't know how many wounds we have. Right. You don't have a ton. Like I feel like six is a reasonable number of wounds for a science vessel to have, because vehicles generally don't have that many wound points. An armored personnel carrier. Let's see. Armored Zeppelin. Armored Zeppelin. Orbital shuttle. That's probably closer. What's the silhouette of an orbital shuttle? Three. What's our silhouette? Two? Probably it's a big two. Okay. A civilian helicopter has seven hull and five strain. Okay. Seven. That helicopter is actually a good match for what you have, I think. Okay. So it has seven wounds. Is that? Seven wounds. Yes. And way better handling than our ship has. Yeah, your ship does not have that good handling. Your ship is laid down with the uh, sensors and other stuff. This ship brought to you by the Genesis Expanded Player's Guide. Ah, thanks, Expanded Player's Guide. Okay, you're getting hit for five damage. Devourers are heavy hitters. I thought their stuff was like, it starts eating through things. They also do damage. And they are pretty nasty. Well, good thing we had that armor. Yes, you have the armor. You had advantages as opposed to threats, so your armor does not start dissolving, which is good. Excellent. You still have the armor. Uh, but yes, you take a nasty hit. Uh, classic, like, Star Trek style. You get hit, you go, ah! Ah! <laughs> So I did my part. <laughs> Maybe Imogen can scathing tirade them. All right, you Zerg. Leave us alone. I'm tempted to scathing tirade Snowball and be like, can't you psychically tell those guys to leave us alone? Well, you conveniently remember Snowball now. Just because you forget Snowball doesn't mean we forget Snowball. This is true. I forgot Snowball. 
<laughs> I guess maybe we should get out of here. Can we wild goose chase them now? Or I guess we'll see if they follow. Yes. Well, you know, I think I think I might like uh, to do some emergency repairs. Ah, go for it. Uh, you took, what, five, which turned into four, so you're over half. So two purples. Three of them get fixed. Does that fix one per success? You can only do it once per fight, but it's the number of successes. Okay. Oh, nice. So we have one damage now. Yes, and I will need another piloting check, Lily, from you. This is more to get away from them as opposed to evading their fire. Uh, So this is just two purples. They're not the fastest. Uh, You're definitely faster than they are. Four successes and an advantage. Uh, You're able to get away without suffering additional fire. Like, you get in, you try to radiate, they hit you, but you get right out. Right. There's smoke coming off of your your science vessel still. Uh Uh, These creatures are 100% chasing you. Okay. You come screaming back over the assault platform. How much smoke is coming out? Not a ton, but uh, enough. Can I use it to obscure them or to cause them trouble? Uh, No, not enough to obscure them. Just enough to make it really easy for them to follow you. Okay. Uh, But they've latched on to following you, and they come right in view of the uh, defensive emplacements that they have on this assault platform. And the all the marines, the goliaths down there, the turrets, uh, start lighting them up. Oh, good. Yeah, you, like, you did a really good job like leading them directly to the platform. And they took shots at you instead of other things. So it's up to you how much more you want to do, or you can like withdraw further. Like Science vessel is generally not on the front line uh, once the enemy has been detected and lit up. Maybe can we do the defensive matrix on something in front of us and then go behind it? That's actually a really interesting idea. Like whatever those rocks were that I radiated or... Yeah. Or like some structure on the platform. Or Old Red. (laughs) If you deployed Old Red, you could put it on Old Red. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I actually like that idea. Uh, There is a small squad of race, uh, which are Terran fighters, uh, sort of stealth fighters. Uh, They are cloaked, but you can detect them, of course. Uh, And you're on the same, whatever, com, identity, friend or foe things. You know where they are already. Uh, they have come in to also fight these devourers. You could put it a defensive matrix on one of them. You know that means they won't. It won't be cloaked anymore, but it will also be able to sustain a ton of damage. So, I me, mean, I'm not really inclined to uncloak a wraith to protect us. Can we irradiate a second time since the reactor got charged up? If we decide not to do the, because you had the triumph, I will say yes. But in general, no. Take it as a special case. This is a, yeah, you succeeded with triumph and advantages and all this other stuff, so you, on your mechanics check, so yes, you could irradiate. Alright. Imogen, having, like, done all the repairs to, like, the parts of the ship that got dented by the smash, then hops down below the floor again. This is all Lily's decision. Imogen simply provides the information that she can cool down the irradiator for a second shot if you want, or... The defensive yeah, you know what? Lily's probably not going to think about them going towards the Marines. As long as the Marines aren't close enough that our initial shot does stuff, probably Lily doesn't think of that. And you can definitely target a devourer that's somewhere else. Yeah, I'm happy to go do that. Okay, uh, so make a gunnery check. I feel like this is probably at long range. You're a little more careful. You got the distance between you and them. So a red and two purples and a black. Oh, Apparently, I can succeed when when we're too far away. <laughs> Three successes and an advantage. 
Okay, yes. You managed to hit uh, one of the devourers. It's not near the other three or four. It has kind of gone off on its own. Uh, but yeah, you light it up, and you have an advantage. You notice that, like, immediately it separates off. Like, it retreats. Okay. It is not sticking around at all. Huh. And Imogen, give me a perception check, since you're tracking this battle. Two purples. And don't forget for being near me. That's true. Success. Okay. You're watching these devourers. They're taking some hits from these various defensive forces, but it's not too much longer. They also turn and start to retreat. And your assessment looking at this is they were just probing the defenses. And then maybe you led them in a little deeper than they wanted to go in the first place. Because you being a science vessel is kind of a juicy target. Uh, you get the all clear from down below. Thanks for that support up there. We'll take it from here. Make sure they don't come back in. You should head into the hangar, get some repairs. They're not like, what else would you do, soldier? <laughs> no, it's not that guy anymore. <laughs> I, I, by all means, go towards wherever we can do for repairs. We got to get this host down. Aye, aye. <laughs> Lily's like, that was dumb. <laughs> I mean, they could have hit Old Red. That would have been the worst. We won't know until we get out and take a look. She knows after the fact that it was reckless. Yep. Yeah. Strangely, the axe in the back didn't seem dumb, but this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> axe in the back, that could happen to anyone, but uh, this, yeah, this is pretty dumb. <laughs> You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb. <laughs>